0: What's good to all the babies of the world? Your favorite godparents are back for a brand new season of Loose Accents. Lose Accents, an
1: immigrant podcast for the press and unbothered.
0: Loose Accents brings to light our immigrant stories from the east to the west coast, black and brown, porque aquí lo soltamos todo. We are here to celebrate the looseness of our tongues, our identities, and the love we have for our peoples y nuestra comunidad, no matter where we are in the world.
1: I am Danjeli.
0: And I am on And
1: we're back for season two, baby. we took a well-deserved break y'all to recharge our batteries we performed. we visited different cities Mm -hmm. different states that's right and we even had our six month anniversary brunch yes you know what but most important we took me time we prioritized ourselves
0: look we were booked busy and grateful
1: Exactly and I want to start off by saying that I'm not holding back this time around like I feel like I started off very like shy and very like oh you know like I'm not sure like you know what boundaries I'm like test you know I don't go fuck anymore (laughs) like at this point I'm fed up I'm coming in brand new
0: right she has she has experience in LA and she is ready for the world
1: for real though because I feel like I was more shy because like I was like oh like I'm new here like I don't want to you know ruffle any feathers I don't go fuck anymore I'm what's up (laughs) If you're trying to find me me South Central,
0: Mm -hmm. what's up? What's up?
1: But yeah, no, I feel like I definitely feel more grounded now and like just more uh, grateful than ever for this platform. And I want to be authentic and just honest to be honest. Right.
0: Because you've been here in LA for a year and I don't know how many months now. You've now been doing this podcast for a little bit over six months. You're out here performing, Shining Your Light. Wearing amazing outfits, and we, baby, part. we have showed you the world. You're welcome.
1: No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Maybe a different side. Okay, fine, fine. Of the fine. trifling. Yes. But you know
0: the 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 thottery.
1: Exactly. The poetry. Yes. You intru- you definitely introduced me to queerness in a way that I've never had access to it before. I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> I've well, learned good. so much. I've learned about poppers. <laughs> I've learned about um West Hollywood below. Right, right. Mel Strippers. Yes. Tossing the salad. Yes. So many things.
0: Miss the croutons, please. Miss the (laughs) croutons. But listen, if you are listening to us right now, welcome back. We are on our second season. We are so excited to bring you so many amazing new guests, new contents, new segments, which we'll talk about later on today. But also, listen, if you've been with us from day one, thank you. We are grateful to you for listening and staying tuned to this little baby project that we put together called... Loose accents, and so we're just very grateful.
1: But also, those folks that came like midway yes. and then still went back and like right. caught up, you know, because there was there were a lot of babies that came to the six month brunch, yeah, and they were like, I had not listened to all the episodes that like before the brunch, I made sure to like catch up, right, and right, that was right. Nice. I was like, okay, like okay,
0: you're okay, going, she's coming, right, right. I remember there was uh, there was a couple homegirls who had came to our six month anniversary, and for those of you who came, yo. Thank you, you so much. You are wow. incredible. For the
1: donations. Like, yes. it's just seeing that like the community's out to support the work, not just, you know, listen, but also like giving us your coins, which is mm-hmm. like time hard work. Yes. Um, thank you so much. And, and we're so blessed and so grateful to even have this platform for you guys.
0: Because this was the first time that we did anything live. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time that we actually got a chance to meet with folks in person, to share bread, to break bread, to, to share dance, drinks, To dance, to get dance. drunk. <laughs> well, some of y'all guys
1: And try. also, like, share some of my culture. <laughs> I feel like I, that was my favorite part, to be honest, to be able to bring, yes. like, my culture through. The, the Dominican rum was a hit. It was mm-hmm. some folks were chugging it. I'm not going to say names, no. but it's just, it, 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 you know, it made me feel so, so happy to see that folks were enjoying where I come from.
0: Right. And what we were really intentional about was to make sure that we brought it to South LA, to yes. South Central, yes, definitely. which is where we spend most of our time, mm-hmm. you, because that's where you live, me, because that's where I work, uh, helping to, uh, to, to uplift black ownership and business yes. and just to to share a really amazing space with folks. So again, we're so very grateful and thank you uh to all of y'all who came. And y'all, that was the first time that we got to share our merch.
1: That's true, it, yeah. and and a lot of folks. I like, think it really surprised me. Remember, I was feeling a bit anxious about it. That was like, and I don't know, one's gonna want to buy this. Like, right. I don't know, like. But you know what? Thank you so much for those. When they, then when they asked me for a signature, I was like, uh, <laughs> why? What do you mean? But it was so nice that folks were just like so willing to support, yeah. to have our merch, to buy it, to have it in their home and mm-hmm. their on their laptops, on their phones, whatever. Uh, so it was just you know, thank you so much.
0: And listen. Special plug, if you have bought a sticker or a poster, please take a picture of that joint, send it to us, because we'd love to see where you put our baby faces.
1: Exactly. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's like a little
0: graffiti. And if you're still interested in purchasing or getting some of our stuff, please um, find us. You can actually slide into our DMs. Let us know. Give us your address. We're getting all that stuff set up, but we would love to send you all a little care package. Uh, There's also ways that you can support uh, our podcast this uh, this season by sending us a quick little Venmo. You yep. know what I'm saying
1: at Loose Accent at Loose Accent B. Uh, but also share our our work and yes. if you like the work, if there's something that you wanna elaborate, want us to elaborate on, let us know and we'll do so. You know this mm-hmm. is an interactive community and and we're we're creating this because of you and for you.
0: Yes, exactly. And finally. We were dancing our asses off to some amazing music.
1: I, you know, I just showed up for Bad Bunny. It wasn't even. It wasn't even the brunch. It was just I knew some good music. Right. You know what's crazy about that though, Ernesto? and I felt so bad. There was a church
0: next door, a Pentecostal next church, next
1: door, and we were out here playing trap music. Ooh. And then like the little like tías and like madrinas were like would come and like, "Oh, yes. qué está pasando acá, mijos?" And right. I'm like, ah. Um, it's
0: like they thought it was going to be like an afterglow for church." Yep,
1: yep, yep. A lot of them were like, "Oh, this part of the church but We be like, no, no. You can't hear the 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 trap music the Bad Bunny talking about." <laughs> The women he's going to do things to. <laughs> By the way, I just rem- I just remember that I said learning about tossing the salad. Just for disclaimer.
0: Oh, no. Here we go.
1: It doesn't mean that I did it. I just meant that I found out what it was. Like, someone told me what the expression tossing the salad is.
0: Wait, was that the first time you've heard that? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I mean
1: I, I learned to hear last year with y'all <laughs> <laughs> So just a disclaimer y'all In case someone is listening <sighs> and, You know what And snitching to my mom To this day <laughs>
0: She's still upset. There's
1: still a snitch in my circle who finds a way to go tell my mom the things that I'm doing. Please. <laughs> yeah, watch it be
0: me. I'm out here like sending messages to Lord. her mom. <laughs>
1: She's like, oh, you know, a que estacion de radio, like me, me, like, me, me meto to like listen to your podcast. No. Like, mom, it's not like that. Like, it's I know.
0: not. One, one day, one day, she will somehow get a fake Instagram account, she will follow you. And she will actually listen to the episode when it comes live.
1: You know what it is, though? There's no translation. If anyone has this translation, is there a translation for podcasts in Spanish?
0: Baby, we've talked about this and I just don't. I haven't found it. Does one. your
1: mom have any idea what you do in regards to recording?
0: Um, She knows we go to studios and that there's words
1: out there (laughs) um exactly yeah (laughs) i don't even know how to explain that to my mom but anyway (laughs) back to the brunch um so yeah so y'all the the pictures are going to come out um this monday along with the with the episode right um also we are working on a playlist a lot of you love the music and love the vibe so we will give you your little photos Mm -hmm. as well as a playlist to turn up to
0: yeah because for those of you who didn't get a chance to show up first we want to just show off and two, we want you to be like, ella yeah, right, for at really? the house.
1: Exactly. And just feel like you were there. Right. If you weren't able to make Especially for my poor, like, New York folks. They were I like, oh, can y'all do one in New York? I'm like, baby.
0: Wait for the one year.
1: Exactly. <laughs> also, y'all got flying out money. <laughs>
0: Listen, we weren't able to flew out anybody just yet. <laughs> but we were able to get some amazing guests to come yes. by, right? Yes like Yosimar and Lola. So thank you both for showing up and just blessing us again with uh, your work. And shout out to the babies, the baddies, our homies, our friends, Augustine, Alexi, yeah,
1: like my, and my roommates, Eric, Kai, uh, your roommates, yep, D and Casey who showed out and came. Throwing, you know they were supporting, they were at check-in, they were doing the merge. Yeah. you know Augustine um, was like by the drinks and yeah. um, Alex as well, right?
0: Yeah, Alexi, he was out here like helping out with the brugal. I think that's the reason why it was over so quickly because they put you know some love and some flavor yep. in that yeah yeah
1: they and they loved it too that's all they were drinking as well
0: right and i have a confession D'Angeli said that that's when the queerest of me came out as i was putting up the table decorations and the flowers oh my
1: God. <laughs> i show up like just Listen. like yes we were like you know in crunch time right but homie was out here bossing everyone and their mom mm-hmm. around. Yep. Like, Danjeli, do this. Danjeli, go get the manteles. Danjeli, go get the table. Danjeli, go get the chairs. Danj-. And I'm like, ugh. But at the same time, like I needed that because I had right. so much anxiety. I was yes. paralyzed. But all the things that I needed to do, I was just kind of like, like, just emotionally stunning. Like, I just couldn't process all the things that were happening so i needed like direction like do this <laughs> right because otherwise i wouldn't have done anything
0: well i mean you know you were just you were in your bonnet and you were like listen i don't know yeah i don't know if this is gonna happen and then also, organizer you came out <laughs> yo the organizer and me was like in full mode and the last thing that i'll say about it it was that um and i think i said it the day off, but it was just such a privilege mama to to see that come into fruition Mm -hmm. for both of us something that we had thought about that we had planned Mm -hmm. uh and then to be sharing that moment with you is is always just so really special
1: oh thank you even
0: though it was a headache and it was hectic it, it was well worth it yeah
1: like planning an event is a lot of work yeah but you know what? We're going to start planning our one year starting now.
0: Right. It's like we're getting married.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, D'Angeli's mom, if you're listening to this, follow the tips on how we organize this event.
1: But you know what? For your wedding. Y'all, so like the first time I was uh, in the same room with Ernesto and I was uh, video calling my mom. It's not FaceTime. She uses WhatsApp.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> escándalo. So
1: Ernesto was in the back. She's like, oh, pero... <laughs> you know
0: what that would be so cool like if we if we do like our one year i don't know celebration what have you we sort of do like a theme uh like a wedding theme
1: can we do white
0: <laughs> yeah it's like it's like you and i are getting married in white but we are definitely not getting married to each other
1: married to the work
0: ay que escándalo i mean listen I mean, married to the game.
1: I I I've been saying this like if by thirty five I'm not married, I'm gonna throw myself a wedding because I want the pics. Oh. <laughs> I want the like I want the wedding dress. I don't even want the oh. husband. I just want like the wedding dress, like my homegirls. I want to throw, you know, I'm Look, gonna throw myself a party. Don't
0: make me tell people about the Carrie. Uh, what is it, Kershaw, Crenshaw? What's it, uh, Carrie from? Um, Carrie,
1: uh, Carrie Bradshaw. Yes.
0: That, that white home girl. Don't Bro, make, yes. Wait, you, when, when she, when she got married and you were out here talking about, oh my God, dreams, vibes.
1: Oh, the, that, that's the movie. I need David in the room for this. Yes. He absolutely. knows every line. I, I don't, I don't
0: <laughs> uh, Talking about, you want to wear a bird all up in your head. I knew you were going to do this.
1: <laughs> if anyone watches sex in the city, you'll know where that is from. Like yes. it's a movie. I
0: she, anyway, you know what? She low key <laughs> is a carry Bradshaw <laughs> up in this joint. Anyway, moving on. So yes, Baby oh, Girl. It's
1: stand. been a long month and a half. Yeah. We've done a lot of things. All a of lot. the things.
0: All of the things. The things, the tings, and the thangs. Um yeah, we, we've been doing a lot of things. Um Really just performing. Um, I think one of the things that you and I have been very uh, clear about is that this podcast is cementing both of us together, but also uplifting um, us individually. Yes, Um, Seeing each other grow in our own artistic expressions is is, is really dope to see. So I've absolutely been doing a lot more public speaking and seeing traveling, uh, really just sharing the power of storytelling and how folks can really develop their own narrative um, for the the purpose of finding their own power. Um, so yeah, I've been doing a lot of that and it's been, it's been tough. But it's been really cool. Yeah.
1: Same thing for me. I've been uh, performing a lot and doing panels and meeting up with like different communities and different women um, and just folks that are like out here to support. But also, uh, also teaching storytelling workshops. Yeah, um, I mean that's something that we have in common, right? You storytell through storytelling, and I story tell through poetry and um, and and writing, basically. So it's been very. I don't know. It's like very full circle to be able to teach folks that are just starting out with spoken word the same way that I was getting taught a few, um, a few years ago, a few months ago, even. So I feel like every time I go to a performance and we discussed this earlier, I learn something. Mm-hmm. I learned something about myself and I learned something about the kind of work that I want to create. Mm-hmm. And I guess the dream is to, and for 2020, we out here manifesting, right? The dream is to be able to do this full time and be able to impact people in different yes. ways, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, also, you know, I've been getting greased by work, and for those who are not from New York, Greece is like beginning, just slammed. <laughs> just we've been out here yeah. trying to survive it.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I think like he, he, here's how I see the last month and a half. The last month and a half, um, for me has been one about manifesting the things that we said we were going to do at the very beginning of the year. Yes. yes. And it's also feeling in due time with the fall that things are changing that things are absolutely transitioning into a new Mm -hmm. a new phase and and for me what i see definitely in the distance is 2020 2020 is gonna be such a humongous year for so many different things but on on my work related um stuff you know, we're talking about a major election that's going to be coming down.
1: An emotional roller coaster of an, ele- of an election, too.
0: <sighs> Baby. We're honest. Right. It, it, it's, it's going to be intense. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be intense. I feel
1: like now we're at at, at the beginning of, of, of the craziness that's where we're yeah. to expect. But, you know, for all the undocumented folks out there and for those that are in mixed status family and for those that are currently in proceedings, you know. It's going to be a tough, yes. tough, tough year, yeah. and um, balancing that, balancing that with work and survival and 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 family dynamics is going to be very challenging. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I think we ought to have a conversation about the ways that we sh- we can begin to take care of ourselves, kind of like building our shield uh, for the things that are are to come in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, and listen, as our baby and uh you know, communities gonna can be continued to be under attack. All immigrants, are queer folks, folks of color, the poor, Muslim folks, tra- our transgender community—like all these folks—are going to be put um, on the target for this election. And also, twenty twenty is a year where the census is going to be counted. So there's going to be yes. tons of people oh, doing a lot right. of work yep. on the census. There's going to be major, major um, policies that we're going to be trying to change here locally in LA, at the state level, and at the federal level. So on all different fronts, there's going to be activity, action, movement, fire, energy. Um, And instead of talking about that, because we absolutely are going to talk about that in this show. Yes. But we wanted to start off by talking about how we are preparing for those battles, but internally.
1: Mm.
2: Yes.
0: With ourselves first. So how are you doing that, Mama?
1: I think uh, oh lord so the past month and a half has been a very intense month for me and I feel like it's because I've had so many events back to back from planning the brunch uh to just personal like well individual events right um I I traveled to Kentucky um last maybe two weeks ago yeah one no last weekend Yeah, yeah, yeah um I traveled to Kentucky and I realized that, like I, I idolize and I romanticize a lot of like these creatives that are always traveling and always performing, going yeah. to different states and different talks, and I romanticize it, I guess, because like I wish, right? Like right. I, I, am I'm, I'm working my way towards that, but flying to Kentucky on a Friday night, landing there at five a.m., and then uh, leading a workshop a few hours later, uh, the, to then you know fly out the next day. Yeah, it was very, very tough and just like my body Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know i was exhausted by the time i got home i i I didn't want to talk to anyone and also just interacting with a lot of people at once really teaches you that like not only do you need to allow your body to rest but also your mind and your heart yeah right because you know this work is very emotionally uh draining right so the way that I'm preparing myself, I guess, is making more time for me. And I told you this um, this week that I, I want to take it easy for the rest of the year. Mm. I feel like I've worked so hard this year. Um, and I just want to focus on writing. I want to focus on my family. I want to go back to New York and really um, just take some time, Yeah, you know, to for myself. That's all.
0: You, you were definitely... Um in In my mind and then also uh, in our mind uh the group of us that went to Portland because one of the things that that a good friend Sebastian said was, "Could you imagine we we went to Portland uh a week ago?" He was like, "Could you imagine us renting a house for a whole like summer or a whole fall, maybe just like a month where we could all just come in and just be in community with one another, writing." Um just taking time to read,
1: yes. to perform, oh to sleep,
0: to just be with one another. Like how amazing that would be. So we thought a lot about you because we're like, yo, Danjali would have loved... It up here in Portland
1: and the things I was in Kentucky where all of y'all were in Portland and I was in Kentucky by myself. I was like in in my hotel room and just, you know, the folks wanted to hang, but I was just so tired and I was just like, I want to Photoshop myself in and y'all pictures. I wanted (laughs) to be there so bad Yeah, because I definitely I definitely need nature. I haven't had much of that lately and I feel like that's why my soul feels like just tired. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, well, I, I I think in that same vein for me, um, to going to Portland, um, I went, I recently went to Portland to present and perform, uh, the piece that we co wrote, Mi Primo El Marica, at a national Joteria conference. And, and I made my way essentially a baby migration, like we drove 16 hours, me and my partner, to get there because of two reasons. One, I wanted to, to share my work, mm-hmm. but I wanted to share my work with, with, with queer folks who are in the academic, the, in the academic world, um, are in the arts and activism world to see how it' sort of generated and, and, and what they thought about it. Um, but also like I just wanted to get out of town. I really just wanted to, yes. to, to be out and be in a place where there's a lot more trees, you can breathe differently. Yes. Um, And I wanted to spend time with my partner, like those 16 hours are probably like some of the best times because we talked, we just stayed quiet with each other, which was always really nice to just be in the presence of one another. He slept, I drove, I slept, he drove. So it was, it was amazing. Um, But what I learned about that trip was that I also did it um, so that I could recharge my own batteries because knowing that. Uh, at the end of October all the way till next year it's just going to be a lot of of movement for me at work. So it, it was nice to just catch up with myself and and do my own thing.
1: And I I am a big uh fan of leaving. Yes. Leaving to recharge and leaving your 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 reality to kind of step out and say I need to recharge so that I can come back given the best version of myself. And you know this like last year Um, when I was like in in Thanksgiving, I wasn't going to go see my family. So I left for like four days to Palm Springs and I just wrote, right. right, And I learned so much just like being in my own presence, just being with me and my thoughts. I sat there in the mountains in Palm Springs and I just took it in. Uh, and it was just, it it was, it was a way for me to come back to myself Mm -hmm. and you cannot be a creative. You cannot be a writer if you're not full of yourself. Yes. And I don't mean that in like the conceited way, but more like present. Yeah. Right, um, That's so important for creatives. And you're con- if you're constantly giving, you won't have much to give.
0: Yeah, because c- it runs out. Yes. It runs out. I always think about, whenever I think about that, there's a, a kind of image in my mind. I always imagine myself going out into the ocean and swimming. Mm. And so when I'm out there in the ocean swimming, just kind of giving myself to, you know, to the water, I, I always have to come back. Because I can't stay in the water forever. I can't stay yes. swimming and you know propelling and just sort of making movements to stay afloat. I have to come back into, the, uh, into land, taking my steps back home to come back into myself to then be ready to go back out there again. And that's the way that I see myself when I perform, when I do um, speaking engagements or storytelling. I, I see myself as going into an ocean where there are so many possibilities of, of connections with people. But in every single one of those connections, they take uh, a piece of me, whether it's a piece of the story, a piece of the wisdom or the teachings that I may have shared. Um, But I always have to come back home Um, and going to Portland felt like that in many ways, but it felt like I was home in a totally different state. And, and it was nice. I, I even joked like, yeah, I think I'm going to stay here for a while. Like yeah, I could go back home. Aww. And David was like, no, you're not.
1: <laughs>
0: you're coming back with me. Uh, but it kind of felt like, oh, this place feels uh, uh, energizing.
1: Yes. For me, a big thing is just being alone. Yeah. I need to be alone. And I love my roommates. <laughs> I love them a lot. But I feel like they're so hilarious and so funny that i've been spending a lot of time with them after i come home and i Mm -hmm. realized that it's actually draining me too like i've been i've been needing to just leave yeah um and i think that's something i'm gonna prioritize come november just go somewhere by myself you know and just recharge
0: well more power to you and for those of you who are listening and are feeling a little bit uh, anxious or are seeing you know the the end of this year sort of weighing down and, and seeing that the holidays are coming by, that there's going to be times for you to connect with family members and the beginning or the start of a new year, like, uh, take moments to to recharge. And we, we sort of will ask a question and say, what do you do to re-energize yourself, to come back to your body, to come back to yourself, to feel, uh, whole. So take some time to do that and we'd love to hear what that what, what those things are for you. Share it with us. Um and then we, we'd love to share it with other folks.
1: Definitely, because I think it can also we're in, in communities of color, um we we cannot turn to much uh to, to learn about how to deal, right? Yeah. I feel like those are resources that a lot of white folks have and can hold on to because they've had the time. They haven't had to be surviving out here and hustling all every single day of their lives, right?
0: Speak on this.
1: So um, as communities of, like, color, it's, like, I feel like it's a responsibility to, like, when something is working for us, for our well-being, to share it with the community. Yeah. So that maybe someone else could could learn how to, like, you know, or could turn to that advice to, to deal better with their surroundings. Especially because, like... Every single day, every second of the day, we're under attack.
2: Mm-hmm. To the
1: point that I've had, I like disable CNN from my phone. I can't. Every, CNN just be popping up with headlines every other second about Trump. Well, about Trump, most of the time, Trump did this, Trump did that, Trump I don't said. Care. This. I'm like, oh, shut up! <laughs> I know.
0: Can I tell you when I was in Portland, something shifted in me. Like I was literally just either driving in downtown or walking in the downtown area. And every corner that I stood, there must have been three or four different cafes or coffee shops. And I was like, this shit would not have happened in, in South Central. In South Central, instead of coffee shops, you would find liquor stores yep. or smoke shops. Yep. Um, and now, you know, marijuana dispensaries. And so I was like, damn, the idea that the city itself is built for the leisure, for the production of of good vibes or good being for people is like astounding almost. Yeah. Um, I went into a couple of coffee shops and I was like, why does it feel like I'm in some kind of movie up in this joint? Like yep. where they at? They following me. And then the second thing I must have seen maybe like one cop the entire time I was there, like not patrolling the streets, not going on the freeways, nothing They must've just been just chilling, walking around. And it wasn't until we were leaving the state where we I started seeing more like police and and state highway patrols, but then as soon as I came to L A, it was like everywhere, every corner. Every corner. Like, especially what does saw, that do to your body? Especially South L A. Okay. Like, this like, week I
1: was like driving to work, and every every block had a cop. Yeah. Every block, and it's like as, as you know, I grew up in the Bronx. For those who didn't know, <laughs> so. I grew up with having police in every corner and it was always just a reminder that we were being watched and yeah. that we were being controlled and that, you know, we couldn't step too out of line because the cops would pull up in two seconds, you know? Boop, boop. I also grew up seeing cops checking out my ass. Like once I was a teenager was watching me pass by and being sexualized by folks that are supposed to be protecting you.
0: Right. Right. To care about you.
1: Uh, and, and and balancing all of that in, in the year to come is going to be challenging.
0: Yeah. Another thing I, I, sort of in preparation for this 2020 that I've I've started to see for myself is um, how to be uh, kind to myself, but also with those people that are going to be holding me during this seemingly difficult time. So that includes my partner. Right. So how how can I be a lot more kind and compassionate towards him in the way that he's going to give love to me mm. um, while, you know, I have to be out here either performing more or organizing um, things for the election or being out there on the streets for the election. Um I want to be a lot more intentional about the time that we get to to share together so that it's not just me telling him or anybody that's around my life just like, oh, this is what I'm doing at work. This is what's happening. But instead of of doing that to shut it off and say right here, it's just you and me and we're going to go get ice cream or or whatever it may be.
1: Something that I'm working on in regards to my boyfriend, partner is learning how to communicate my needs I feel like I'm not good at that. Yeah. It's like I expect him to know. Like I'm yeah. like if he cuz I um he know usually I like tell him like what's going on in the week and like say I have like three performances. Um I expect him to know like what to do so that I'm right. not overly stressed. <laughs> or yeah. so that you know he can support me and many times he's like just tell me. Like why are you why are you feeling like restless? What what is it? Why aren't you sleeping? Why are you stressed? Um, so something that I'm working on is being intentional about what I say to folks that are surrounding me, um, so that they know the, how overwhelmed I feel and they know how to like, how to treat me in response.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it, that, that is so like relationship one-on-one for all of us to constantly remind ourselves that I have to let the other person know how I want to be treated, what I need. Speaking of which. Because speaking about the people that are so important in our lives Yo, my mom is out here acting Reckless, y'all Really? Her birthday's coming up, okay Of course, of course Her birthday's coming up at the end of October So she's out here saying No quiero que me compren nada Don't take me out, don't do this I don't want nothing Little does she know that we already have some gifts You know, being sent out Yes, sent out to her I'm going to be taking out my mama on a one-on-one Just mother and son date And then (laughs) She called me yesterday, and she was like, Ernesto, si me vas a sacar, I want only pho. And I was like, oh, so now she's picky. She don't want. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go take her out to some fa And then she said, she was like, pero no quiero que me regañes. Like, I don't want you to be telling me nothing about what I should be doing. Like, don't scold me. And I was like, mom, I never scold you. She's like, yes, you do. You're always telling me about like what I should be doing in my sixties and how I should be living. I I don't want you to tell me shit. I was like, wow. Okay.
1: But, but just by her saying that it's already like doing what you've been telling her to do, which is like, stand up, stand up,
0: set your boundaries and tell me what your needs are.
1: Yeah. And And she's doing,
0: And she said, exactly. (laughs) She's doing
1: that by telling you to shut up. Yeah.
0: She's like, shut your mouth. I don't want to hear you. She said, I'm a grown ass woman. I want fuck and I don't want nothing to happen on the day of my birthday. I was like Okay Who am I to tell her otherwise
1: Yep 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 My mom is just being Her usual reckless self Um <laughs> As usual Yesterday she called me And Like my boyfriend's Jamaican So She called me Talking about Oh um Danjali Uh You need You gotta learn how to dance Like Jamaican women I know and, To keep him I'm <laughs> like mom Yeah I'm like mom I'm not Please stop She's like yeah Like you can't You barely dance uh- uh, I don't know how you're keeping that man, and he's always cooking for you, and you don't know how to cook. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay.
0: Yo, this lady is on one. I'm triggered, and
1: <laughs> for real though, you know what? But you know something that I learned with my mom is that I every day I'm, I'm I mean, I, LA that de- moving to LA definitely helped me. Set some boundaries between me and my mom. Yeah. uh, To the point that she's not calling me every second of the day. So I appreciate that a lot. The fact that she's kind of gotten in this, in this, in this, um, uh, her own rhythm. Yeah. And the rhythm of like not like understanding me. That it's not that I don't want to talk to her. It's not personal. I'm just, I need time.
0: So, um, this is when I come out as the snitch, uh, to Danjeli's, uh, mom. So, mom. I want to tell you that Danjeli is upset that you are finding your own freedom and liberation as a woman alone without having to take care of... She's pissed. She's out here mad at you.
1: Not at all, actually, because I feel like that's... I'm grateful. She was, ugh, she was so... uh when I was there, she didn't have any time for, like, anything else. She was just right. always worried about where I was. And now she's out here at the gym. Right. She's out of her church community at now. Church. She. I call her. She's like, I'm at an event. I can't talk. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh lady. Okay, I lady. You just been occup-. And I'm happy for her because I'm know. like, you know, I don't, I'm not the, you know, You mm-hmm. know, that's what we say in Dominican. So do you. Do you, mama. I'm doing me. Um. yesterday she called me like oh I had a dream about you I'm like what she's like yeah I had a dream that you came here with no hair that you cut your hair <laughs> and And which I had told her I was going to do and and that you were just out and about. Like you came and we didn't even spend time together. But it's because she knows that I'm coming in in December. Yeah. And it's her like petty way or passive aggressive way of saying like, I want to spend time with you. Mm. But, you know, immigrant parents, they can't. They can't just say. Yeah. They can't just say it. She can't just say when you come, like I would like for us to spend some, you know, you and me time. So now I know that like that's what she meant. Right. And I feel like growing up is less getting upset at your parents inability to communicate and mm-hmm. more about meeting them where they are. Yeah, right.
0: And not being upset either. Yeah, exactly. I, I was about to go off on my mom, be like, "What do you mean you don't want anything for your birthday? Like, I want to take you out. I want to do this with you. I want to share time with you." But she was like, "That's not what I want." Yeah. And this is, you should respect that. Yeah. So I had to take a deep breath, and I was like, "Okay, we go and plan this out." I yeah. think your mom was doing exactly the same thing.
1: I think something about boundaries that I wanted to like. Um, elaborate on as well Is that like I don't know But in the past Month I've had a lot of people From my past Come back to me Oh um, Like a lot Like just old friends um, mm-hmm. Old Partners Old Just old Things that just Don't belong in my life anymore right. Just kind of like Resurfacing And something right. that I told My friend this morning Was that like This is a test For the first time In my life I feel like I am Being intentional About where I put My energy the people that I am allowing into my space. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very critical about what people are bringing to my life and and, and, and what kind of uh, emotional um, uh, support they're bringing or are able to provide. And for the first time, I'm filtering people out. Before, I thought that I needed to just like be nice and be okay with like people coming in and out. Now, I'm, I, I've reached a, a point in my life where um, in order to take care of myself, I have to limit where my energy is going. Yeah and filter the people that i'm giving my energy to Mm -hmm. so it's not about being at every single event even though i want to support and i will find a way to support it's not about being in every single event the 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 day like one of my friends has like a a a get together i have to be there right but really prioritizing and say okay if i go to this event when i'm coming back will i feel more drained Mm -hmm. or will i feel recharged right and many times it's nothing personal to the person it's more like. I'm not in the position to give right now.
0: Right. And I think like our loved ones and our friends will understand if we can tell them in that way.
1: Exactly. So, you know, know, doing a lot of that and also saying, you know, yes, I appreciate you coming back into my life and and, and letting me know the ways in which, you know, you felt maybe or uh, allowing me to say the way that I felt, but also just saying no. Yeah. like you are no longer a part of my life and i don't want you to be part of it mm-hmm. and setting that boundary so that like you can really filter um your environment and your well-being yeah. and i mean and and prioritize your well-being so i feel like part of my 2020 will be really uh uh enforcing those boundaries so that i can take care of myself and create the kind of work that i want yeah and something that i you know starting the podcast i said that i wanted I'm not going to have, any, like, a filter anymore. And it's because a lot of the time, like, you know, in season one, there were many times that I wanted to call out the anti-blackness and call out the one thing that I that someone said to me at one of our, our gatherings and I didn't want to, you know. Uh, upset. Upset people. Right. I don't care anymore because right. I feel like if, if I'm not prioritizing my well-being as a black woman, as a black Latina, I'm really turning my back on all the other folks that are not able to speak out Um, because I'm not speaking out, right? And something that's uh, uh, someone uh, messaged me about on Instagram was, they said, you know, I really look up to you, uh, and how you deal with things, because I Mm. take that and and it really influences the way that I deal with the anti-blackness, with the, you know, with the sexism, etc., etc. And I'm like, shit, like people are watching, yeah, and they're not watching, you know. Just to criticize. They're watching to learn. Yeah. And it is a responsibility that I carry now. And I chose this. You know, I chose to put myself in a position when where my story teaches people. Right. So it carries a level of responsibility that I need to respect. Right. And embrace. So that's something that I'm looking forward to 2020 and season two. Just the ability to be unfiltered um, and unbothered.
0: (laughs) Right. That's how we that's how we did it for the pressed and unbothered.
1: And about my truth mm-hmm. and about what is okay and what is not okay.
0: Yeah. And, and that is exactly what we're going to do. This is what we're going to be manifesting in season two. And also for you all, our babies our incredible listeners. Um, we want to ask that um, of you to share with us how you are looking at 2020, how you're looking to shift how are you looking to prepare and also how are you looking to transform um, for this 2020? It's going to be a seismic shift in a lot of political, social um, uh, ways, but also in our individual ways, there's, there's many manners in which we can shift, prepare, and transform. So we'd love to hear from you all what you are uh, doing for yourself, um, whether it's at work, in your personal lives, your relationships, your projects. Um, to shift, prepare, and transform for this 2020 coming up.
1: And the way that we're doing this, right, is we want to establish this new segment called Suéltalo Ya.
0: Suéltalo Ya.
1: Right? This idea that, like, not just letting go, but also um, being unapologetic about what, you want to say, letting lose, right? Letting lose of that fear, that hurt, that pain, the person, the job, um, and really connecting with us. We want to create community and we want um, to be able to interact with you so that people can learn from you. Mm -hmm. um, And we can learn from you as well.
0: Right. Because the way that I think about it, mama, is it's, it could be as big and as heavy as an, and as gigantic as generational trauma. Like, go ahead. And if you want to go there and you want to let go of generational trauma, let's go. But let's take it into pieces. Yes. How can we start doing it on a day-to-day? So maybe today you want to let go of that petty-ass comment that your friend made on your way to school or on the way to church or or, or your mom you know, gave you a side eye. And you want to be able to let it go and say, you know what, mama, that doesn't belong to me.
1: Yes, exactly. Your and
0: man just made you upset.
1: So in the Suéltalo Ya segment, we'll be reading the message that you send us. The messages, yes. um, it, it, what you're letting go of, but also how each, me- each uh, episode has impacted you, has helped you. Yep. Right. So that other people can see. Um, and also, we can, if you want to ask for advice, right? If there's something yeah. that's bothering you that you can't quite let go, let us know and we'll let you know how we would deal with the situation. Please. Because we just want to create a space where we are creating community but also healing together.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Suéltalo ya.
1: Suéltalo ya. The segment. That's it. Baby. But you know what? Let's give them a little. A little. <laughs> um, a preview. A, a preview. Okay. So this is going to be us, I guess. So, okay. Ernesto. Yes. For the Suéltalo ya segment. Mm -hmm. what are you letting go of
0: simple i'm letting go of people's perceptions that my performances my showing up to places is not to be compensated for no ma'am no ham like that's it it's over no more free labor no please and if i'm gonna show up and let's say there isn't a budget, there isn't anything that y'all can support, like the least, and this is what I always tell folks, the least we can work out is put me in a flyer, put me in a program, exchange goods with me, exchange services so that it doesn't, so that I, so that it feels like my work, my labor, my stories, the things that ha- I have worked on to create are, are well taken care of too. Yes,
1: definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess for me What I'm letting go of Is fear Definitely Fear of being taken as uh, Being read as a bitch uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Fear of uh, Being aggressive uh, Fear of uh, Not being good enough
2: mm. That's
1: all the things That I want to target um, and something that I'm holding on to, and we're gonna, this is not la palabra, we're gonna uh, elaborate on what that is, but I just wanna read something. Okay. Just in regards to the Sueltaloya. ya. Yeah. Shoot it. And it says, I try to be as fearless as possible. I don't always succeed, but I like to think I try by Zachary Quinto. Mm. So that's what I'm, I'm, that's the energy. That's the energy that I'm on.
0: That's the vibes. That's the vibes. That's the vibes. And that is the first segment, right? The Sueltalo Ya yeah segment. But that is not going to come by itself because we also have a new segment for season two coming up. Danjeli, please tell us what that is.
1: Uh, this is my face. Yes. So this is La Palabra.
0: Oh, the and
1: word. I... I guess I wanted a, a segment in, in the podcast that really uh, a I mean, you're you're a writer, Ernesto. You're a mm-hmm. storyteller. I'm a writer. I'm a spoken word artist, and I guess you can call that storytelling yes, as well. Of course. Um, so there are always quotes, uh, texts, verses that are always. That just hit me mm-hmm. right, and that i'm I carry through the week through the month, um and that I hold close because it just helps me cope, yes, and I feel like I wanna share that with the with the community that we're creating, so they can turn to text uh to to literary resources mm-hmm. um and heal as well,
0: yes, and um, I think for me, la palabra seems as as a kind of guidepost for for your day-to-day life, whatever it may come to be, I always think about la palabra or a word or a phrase or something that you see come your way as messages. Um, One of my teachers told me that um, messages come in many different forms and the messages that we need to hear for ourselves usually come in whispers. Yes. And it's baby whispers. And then Mm -hmm. the whispers become a speech. And then those speech, if you don't pay attention to, become a scream. And if you don't listen to those screams, they become larger manifestations of things that you should pay attention to. So for me, um, I want to share my palabra. I've been really interested in, in this idea of, of liberation and freedom. As, as you all know, this storytelling as liberation is the theme that I'm going forward. And um, I'm picking up some books to, to kind of help figure what that is about. And so I picked up a book by um, DeRay McKesson, um, it's called On the Other Side of Freedom, The Case for Hope. Um, And I want to read just one quick paragraph. Hope is the belief that our tomorrows can be better than our today's. Hope is not magic. Hope is work. I am not certain that a new world, one of equity and justice will emerge, but I am certain that it can emerge. Mm. I have heard people speak of hope in rather different ways. The first is with statements like, I hope that we win, or I hope my loved one diagnosed with incurable cancer will somehow make it. When we hope in this way, we choose optimism. We believe that perhaps the seemingly extraordinary miracle is within our reach that is yet possible. So we have to acknowledge our limitations in impacting the eventual outcome And rest on optimism as our key act. But the primary tool is that in our toolkit. Lord. So hope is not just about thinking, oh, it's going to get better. But it's about the doing. It's about the work. It's about the actions. And so when I think about what 2020 is going to come, if I'm hoping that things are going to change, then I have to get to work.
1: Yes. Wow. So... I have one um, and it's by uh, this writer that I just found and I will um, add his Instagram to the description. Uh, I just found like a quote by him, but then I I saw his Instagram bio that said, I write for black people and right away I was hooked. Mm. That is very intentional and and I love that. But he wrote um, something, uh, his name is Joel Leon and he said this, everyone and their perfect English made me hate mine. Them with good degrees and and awards and school and grammar. You start thinking you are too poor to make art, too much of you, but, but, but my mama says there is enough of you, and so we write. So that really just mm. something that I've kept to myself because I've been doubting my writing a lot. I've been thinking like maybe like, you know. Um, this is not something that I I should share with the world, Mm -hmm. but it's because I've been feeling like I've been lacking a lot of me, Mm. right? So that insecurity or that, that lack of me has really affected the work that I'm putting out. Yeah. So my homework now is to bring myself back to me so that I can write. Mm.
0: So that we could experience you in your fullness Because you and your fullness is the writing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So so all of you who listened who have supported us in season 1 um and who are here to ride with us through season 2. Mm-hmm. We are so happy. Yes. Um and so grateful and so excited for what's to come. This is a platform that we are learning and developing as we go. Yeah. Right? It is our it is our trial and error. Mm-hmm. And every day it is a uh, uh, it is proof that through trying we get to harvest. Right? Yep. And we saw the harvest at the brunch.
0: We did. And the thing is that people connected to that and said, here is what I like about the show. And one of the things that was very clear is that it's these these moments. Yes. The, the palabras, the things that they can connect to and say, oh, I've been going through that. So what do I need to do? Exactly. And the only way we can do that is by, I guess, sharing.
1: Yes. So, thank you so much for season two.
0: Season two. Baby. Yo, season two, we got new segments like Suéltalo Ya and La Palabra, but also we have more incredible guests. Coming from all kinds of coasts, baby.
1: Be especially my <laughs> uh, coast, cause y'all y'all be missing out on what mm-hmm. i bought mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so many more, so many more East Coast guys, the homies. Yes. We bringing Dominicans to the building. Yes,
0: yes, and. A little secret is that we've already recorded a few. A few of those episodes.
1: And also just elaborating on the similarities and the differences of the East and the West Coast narrative, especially yep. within an immigrant angle, right? Yes. Because we don't get enough of that in, in the immigrant movement or in mainstream media.
0: Yes, and as we continue on with our trajectory at the end of this year and then also going into 2020, that is especially gonna be more important. As we begin to pierce and pull apart these stories that are wrong about our peoples, about who we are, and about what we are going to be. So, babies, hold on to your seats as you're driving. Or, Vanessa, put those earphones closer to your ear, baby girl. For those
1: commuting in the train in New York, (laughs) I'm done.
0: So, we are so excited. Season 2 is coming out, y'all. Thank you all once again for listening to... Loose Accent.